We are Marquette. 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 We are I'm Dr. Mike Zabrowski. I'm the director of the Counseling Center, and I am part of a therapy dog team with Koo the Therapy Dog, and I've been at Marquette for 25 years. You know, it's interesting. When I walk around campus, even just coming in, people will stop and want to pet him. And it's not that uncommon that someone says, oh, this was the best moment of my day, that they had a chance to pet him and interact with him. So I I think just for those few seconds, people have a chance to be present and you just kind of pet a dog and forget about things and feel a little bit more relaxed. I, I think the research does show that People have, I don't know if it's endorphins, but people will feel more relaxed when they're petting an animal. In fact, on the horizon for us, I have to work on this, is that um, one of the ideas we have is can we take him into a final exam and let him just kind of be there? And would it help students be able to pet him or see him as they're kind of uh, you know going through something that's stressful? dogs are part of the family back home. So students come here and they really miss their dogs. So I think so many students have said that, like how much how much they miss their dog. They start talking about their dog, what their dog is like. Yeah, it's not just their family they're missing, but this animal that, you know, doesn't judge you and just wants to be petted and just wants to, you know, lay by you, cool kind of paw you if you're not petting. I mean, students love that. So I mean, I'm a big dog lover, so I just think there's such a big part of families and and about living that, yeah, you're right, there there aren't many ways to access that on a campus. So they see him, and, I mean, it's great. People start smiling. They're like, can I pet your dog? I Even uh, today, again, I think I told you once before, Colleen, people yell at me out of their car, like, that's a polar bear. Oh, my God. And today someone yelled, like, look at that big dog. So there's something about him that I think kind of that people kind of they draw their attention to him. Over the years, um, therapy dogs have become really popular at, at college campuses. So really across the nation, everyone's kind of moving toward it. And I think what happened is at first you'd bring in these groups like we did who would bring a number of different dogs and have, have students interact. And then over time we just thought, oh, we should really have one for ourselves so that students can have easier access. And I think it helps to raise our profile so that people don't just see us as this place you go when you're not feeling well, but that... Um, we also have other things to offer. So I think that's been the best part about it is that people will just come and check him out and then realize, oh, this is a nice place. So there are different sets of therapy animals or service animals. So there's a, a service animal that would help with a specific skill like um, helping someone with navigating because they can't see or um, helping open a door for someone who doesn't have uh, the mobility to do that. Um, and then there are emotional support animals, which um, really have to stay in someone's residence. And then there are therapy animals, which is him, which is really just kind of uh, interacting with people, really, I think, as a way of uh, stress reduction. Although I keep hearing more and more how they're being used. Someone just told me that therapy dogs are being used when people do chemo, that they'll have dogs there they can pet, and they're actually finding that people are more relaxed and more receptive to the treatment. And then some students will come specifically to meet with him. So they'll either see this, we have a sign downstairs, or they hear about him, or they're watching him on um, Snapchat. And so they'll just just kind of stop up and meet with him. 
And sometimes the interactions are really brief. It's like half a minute, and then they're fine. They go on. Other times people stay for 10 minutes and just kind of pet him and talk. And um, what's nice for us and for our staff and the front staff is that we end up interacting with those students, just talking about, like, do you have a pet and what's your pet's name? And so we have these really kind of nice non-counseling type interactions with students, which I think in the long run – um, is helping them to feel more comfortable for coming for counseling if they need that. It has been really fun to take him out to see groups. So there have been some um, fundraisers in the union. They asked us to come. There was a stress reduction night at Straws. So we went there on a late on a Sunday night. Um, we just went to a sorority that was having a, a big training meeting. And, oh, they had a presentation on stress. And so we just kind of were in the room and walked around. And it's really, it's nice to kind of address that issue of mental health and stress from many levels, including, you know, having a dog there and letting people have the actual experience of getting relaxed and dealing with their stress. I think in general, people should focus on doing rather than thinking. So I think with anxiety and stress, it's usually an issue that is created and prolonged by our thought process, right? So People are studying and they're thinking, oh, my God, I have this exam. How am I going to do? Am I going to be okay? And it's like all these thoughts that are swirling, swirling, swirling. And in some ways, you have to really focus on I'm going to work on action here. I'm going to study. I'm going to go to the study group. I'll get a tutor. I'll map out my schedule rather than spending too much time in your head thinking about stuff, which is just going to raise your stress level. You should talk it out rather than think it out. So if you want to talk to a friend about how you're feeling stressed, that's great. If you're just going to sit there and think, you get caught in a rut, and it's circular, and it just makes you feel worse. Um, but the other thing is I think I would find just focus on one thing that really works for you and just try to do it a little bit, you know, whether it's – you know, there's so many mental health apps now. Like one that people are talking a lot about is called Insight Timer. Yeah, I downloaded it. I didn't really look through it all yet. Everyone seems to be talking about that. They find it really, really helpful. I think you can do really short relaxation exercises. Um, there's some ways to help with sleep. So – I think apps are really a great way to go. Um, or, But maybe it's like playing a game on your phone or maybe it's watching a brief episode on Netflix. Whatever it is that helps you just to relax for a little bit, maybe once a day or once every other day, just so that you continue to kind of you know balance yourself and kind of yeah counteract all the stress that you might be under. We're the mental health unit on campus, so any kind of emotional mental health issue we would work with. So depression, anxiety, relationship issues, family issues, alcohol and drug stuff, eating disorders, um, any kind of emotional or behavioral issue we can handle. Our services are free, and they are strictly confidential. Um, and it gives students a really easy access to mental health care without having parents involved. Um, it's on campus. You don't have to use your insurance. So... Um, it's a, I think it's a nice experience for people um, to kind of address an issue and kind of learn about how to use mental health in your life when, when you need that. So we do individual. We have groups. We have psychiatry for people who need medication. We do a bunch of programs, um, outreach and prevention throughout the year. Um, and then we do a lot of consultations. So someone can always call us and just say, hey, here's what's going on. I have a friend or this is happening for me. What do you think? And we can kind of help them over the phone to figure things out. As people call, we're going to see them pretty quickly within a day or so for briefer. Just figure out what's the main issue. What can we do to help you? Let's focus on it. Let's get it done. So it might just be 
I'm really freaked out about, you know, this final or going home for the summer or something. So we're going to get some general information and we're just going to focus on helping them figure out that issue, maybe come back once or twice more, and then off they go into the summer. And then I believe it's the week before finals. We are going to have a bunch of therapy dogs on campus again. We'll have food. You know, MUSG helps us sponsor that. Uh, We'll have some giveaways. So we're hoping people will stop by. Students seem to really enjoy that. Um, So hopefully they'll come and kind of relax a little bit with us. You could search Koo the Therapy Dog, which is all one word. Koo is spelled C-U. Or you can go to our website and under staff listing, Koo is listed and his Snapchat code is there. And that, um, so you can find it that way too.